Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gate's daily podcast. If you love Wisdom's Echo and want to invest in the lives of our speakers, head to patreon.com slash wisdoms echo, where for as little as $2 a month, you can help us deliver the same impactful content you enjoy. Hi everyone, this is Ian Clayton here. So great to be back with you. I've really been looking forward to talking a little bit more about some of these things that um, we are part of as a spirit being and some of the functionality of what we have. I have been on a, a very interesting journey in the last three months um, as a spirit being, really. I've spent so much time as a spirit being engaging with my physical body, as a spirit being praying into the genetics and the restringing and recoding of my autosomes or restringing of my genetics to conform me into the image of Christ and it's been an amazing journey in all of that and in the last three months I have learned something completely new which people are going to start to hear me speaking about at conferences kind of going forward and that is very much about my soul. I, I have discovered something very very important first of all for me as a spirit being and then me secondary connection to my soul being not realizing who I really am and and some of the other sessions I've done I've alluded to some of this and talked a little bit about it but I believe this fully that when we as the spirit being come out of out of the realm of creation and engage with the physical realm here in the womb of a woman the the last creative act we do as that spirit being before we get yoked into the corruption of the genetics of the human gene pool is that we release our breath and the thing we do is blueprinting exactly what Yahweh did with Adam when he made made Adam from the dust of the earth and breathed into him his nostrils and he became a living living being or a living soul and so the very spirit of of Adam was was really God's spirit of the breath of Yahweh but what I find fascinating was that union created another eternal being, which was known as that as that soul being of Adam. And so I've been really on this journey to recognize my role in what my soul is doing. I spent so much time in the last five years talking about the human body and the functioning of the human body, its importance, its role, how we precipitate, what we do, all of that process and have you know, stood in front of the mirror and gone through process of my physical body going, I love you. I am so glad I'm with you. I am excited for our future, the eternal realm of Yahweh that we have the capacity to build together, you and me. And I'm looking at my body in the mirror, talking as a spirit being to my body. And um, it has completely changed my life in many, many aspects. Um, in the last three months or so, I've gone through a really interesting transition to now shifting to my soul and having to recognize what I've thought about my soul. You know, we I grew up in a church age system where I believed that it was it was only good to be raptured, that it was going to be so good to be free from this body of sin that so easily besets me, not realizing that Christ had said and Paul had said very clearly to crucify ourselves and be co-crucified so that I no longer live, but that Christ lives in me and that um, the full measure of what my body's been waiting for is its adoption into the eternal realm where corruption puts on incorruption and mortality puts on immortality. 
And so I spent all this time with my body, but I've suddenly realized how important my soul is and the necessity for me as a being to begin to engage in my soul. And, and you know, again, the church age system, you know, all my rubbish is in my soul. That's where all the garbage sits because of what my soul's done and the way it's behaved. I didn't realize or that my soul had to do that because I, as the spirit being, was not engaging with it. It had to find a source of life and therefore it connected into me as the spirit being in the wrong way. And what was then provided to it, it then just did freely without any instruction from me as the spirit being, how to behave, what to behave, the things that needed to happen. And so I suddenly came to this really interesting, um, I suppose, epiphany or revelation or whatever you want to actually call it, um, when when my soul in the middle of one of my, my night watches engaging with Yahweh, being in the spirit in the kingdom world, doing things and all that stuff, I found myself looking at my soul and my soul said to me, you know, do you love me? And I was like, of, of course I love you. And, and then he said to me very, very clearly, if if that's the case, why haven't you looked after me? And I was I was shocked and dismayed. You've got to realize that your soul is your you is your creation. It's you. You have created your soul to be your mediator, so that you, as the spirit being through it, can touch the world. And I've done teachings on you know the dividing of soul and spirit, and but I never really realized that the dividing was unto something. It was just to deal with something. Instead of giving my soul life again, I for years I left it just literally abandoned again by me. And then um, I realized through an environment that happened in my own personal life that I had not been taking care of my soul, that that I had not looked after it. I had not as a as the spirit being had stewarded my soul. And when my soul asked me that question, I was quite shocked and then I was broken. And then I was like, oh, come on, Ian, you've got to you've got to get this right. Like if the rest of the body of Christ is to move into what we are wanting, then then we've got to get these things right. And so I've started a journey into my soul, into dealing with my soul, looking at my soul, walking with my soul through process. And one of the first things that I had to do as a spirit being was repent. Repentance isn't saying sorry. Repenting is turning towards a perfect state of awe. And so as I, as I engage with my soul, I turn towards Yahweh and I said to it, I am so sorry, I have not provided to you what you have needed all of my life. Because remember, my life is a spirit being. All of my life, I have not provided to you what you need. And part of that was because I had no knowledge of what it needed. So I then got taken onto a journey about how to breathe as a spirit being and I've shared a little bit with you on some of these teachings about what to do and how to engage as spirit being and how to expand and how to breathe, not realizing also that I needed to provide breath to my soul, not only so that I as the spirit being could breathe, but so that my soul could begin to breathe again of the life that I gave it in the very origins. We don't realize how important what we do as a spirit being or as the spirit being to engage with our soul, to breathe into our soul so our soul could finally come alight. And I, I literally, I did that through faith. 
Everything I do is through a faith action. And so through faith, I just engage with my soul the same way as in New Zealand, we would do a hongi, which is forehead to forehead, nose to nose, and we would share breath. I did that with my soul. And I said to my soul, today as a spirit being, I breathe into you and I give you life again. I release my life, who I am as the spirit being, the, the, the ruach, the breath of life that I have as a God-spirited one. I breathe as that God-spirited one, the same way as Yahweh did with Adam in Eden. I breathe, sorry, Adam in the garden. I breathe onto you and I breathe into you that you would expand and begin to engage with me and who I am and our identity together. And then I also say, started saying to my soul, hey, I, I love you. I so appreciate your longevity and your, your provision and your love for me where even though I had re rejected you all of these years, even though I had held you at an arm's distance, you still stayed with me. You know, and of course we can go into, and the, you know, 1 John 2 and 3, um, you know, in the in the in the, the the book of John, and just look at the love chapters. You know, love is kind. Love doesn't want its own. Love doesn't want all the. And what really the the foundation of what love is, of course, love has justice, judgment, grace, and mercy in it. And sometimes I wonder, you know, whether we get sick in our physical bodies because our soul is sick. Like I'm sure that is the case. And I, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to make a, a statement here that somebody can argue with me over, but I do believe that our soul has a massive influence over our body because it's the way that we touch the earth. And so whatever's going on on it will manifest itself in your body. And I, I was like, Yahweh, I want to, I want to get to grips with my function as a son with who I am and my role so that as a complete son, body, soul, and spirit, I can function. And so I started breathing. Like as a spirit being, I would take a breath through faith and I would begin to breathe into my soul and begin to speak to my soul and say to it to receive life, to receive what I received from the very beginning when I as the spirit being breathed into existence as my mediator. I began to breathe into my soul and I found things started to shift with me in a way that I haven't seen or experienced before. I found my whole my whole being, body, soul, spirit, spirit, soul, body, started to experience a different phenomena that I hadn't felt before. Like in my soul, now oftentimes in scripture, David says, oh soul, why are you cast down? And I've, I've often looked at that and gone, why are you speaking to your soul? And of course, I understand the Hebrew belief systems about what they think. I'm more interested in what the word says and what particularly with the new covenant of what it means, spirit, soul, body, rather than the belief system of the Hebrew people. And so I started to engage with my soul as, as the spirit being, breathing life into it. I started to entangle myself with it until I found that that my soul was responding to me. And so no longer was it hesitant, hesitant to engage with me. I found my soul became more cooperative with me. And, and what I found was that my physical body started to go through changes and started to be affected by what I was doing. And so I'm just really excited for 
the beginning of this journey. Now, I'm only on the beginning part of my journey. I've been breathing into my body and engaging my physical body and embracing and working with it for the last five years, but I've only just started working on my soul. I can remember sharing this with a fellow minister that's here with you, Lindy Masters, and you know the excitement for us both and what I believe Yahweh is doing to bring us into a corporate anointing, a corporate realm, and with union, you know, complete union, spirit, soul, body, not just union, spirit, God, spirit, man with with God's spirit, not the union of relationship with Yahweh, but actually the union of relationship with spirit, soul, body with Yahweh, all three being able to have a relationship with the presence of Yahweh. And, um, and I, it's just for me, the, the atmospheric changes that have happened to me in my own life. As I've journeyed through this, now let me assure you that, you know, you think you're clean and then Yahweh takes you on another journey and then you suddenly realize how unholy you are. And I realized that, that my soul was still unholy. I, you know, it was like struggling to, not struggling, but but yearning for the righteousness and the power of the righteousness that produces holiness on the earth. And I realized my one of the reasons why I couldn't walk properly into all of that was because my soul was still yearning for the impact of the righteousness of me as a spirit being imparting to it what it needs to sustain life in a broken world so that it can function in the right way. And, and this is the journey that I've taken taken on with my soul. I I am absolutely, absolutely loving it, thoroughly enjoying the interactions I'm now finding with my soul. There are times when when I'm engaging as the spirit being, praying in the spirit, engaging as the spirit being, speaking mysteries to Yahweh, and I would feel my soul begin to get engaged with me to be able to lock into what my my breath is speaking, what my voice is outlaying, giving it a hope for the future. And I think that is the the thing that um, we most miss out on as believers is that we don't give our soul a hope for the future. For us, you know, we believe we're going to get saved, you know, and, and I want to say this again. I don't have a spirit. I am the spirit. I don't speak from my spirit. I speak as the spirit being. And, and this, this complete framework and readjusting of everything that is needed around ourselves becomes of paramount importance. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this um, short session with me today. And I look forward to the next sessions we're doing and the ensuing chapters of, of this on Wisdom's Echo for you. Have a fantastic day and shalom.